0: Hey y'all, welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports Podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, February 6th. Let's start with what you missed over the last week. Then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. All right. So this is the first episode of February. So you know what that means. We start out with coming up this month. And really, I only found two things that are going on in February besides the Pro Bowl that just happened, which I'll go over in a minute. But the NFL Super Bowl, it is Super Bowl 57. And that will take place on February 12th. I'll go over that again later in the episode. And then the only other sport sporting event really going on in the month of February is the NBA All-Star Game. That will be on February 19th. So let's continue on that train of thought with some NBA basketball news. Kyrie Irving has requested a trade from the Nets. Surprised? Surprised? Hell no. However, he is also out for the next several games due to calf soreness. Multiple teams expressed interest in him, including the Clippers, was a big rumor that was going around. But remember, with him comes all of his, I don't usually curse on here, but dumb ass opinions. And as of today or yesterday, the rumor mill is swirling and the Dallas Mavericks look to have taken Kyrie Irving. Ugh. Irving is the first player to average 25 points per game, five rebounds per game, and five assists and change teams mid-season. Again, again, no surprise there as to why. Other news, Steph Curry has injured his leg on Saturday in the game against, well, the Mavericks after he hit his knee against a Dallas player. The Warriors still won, but Steph is expected to be out past the All-Star break, which I just went over, is on the 19th. Also, LeBron is just 36 points away from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record. So that is within grasp within the next game or so, and I'll go over that in What to Watch this upcoming week. And then rounding out the NBA news for the week is the Pelicans have stopped their 10-game losing streak with a bold win over the Lakers on Saturday. They won 131-126. to That is an entire month that the New Orleans team went without a win. The last win was against the Rockets on January 4th. Moving along to NCAA basketball, and it was a crazy fun week. So losses in the top 25. Monday had a Big 12 ranked showdown between number 10 Texas and number 11 Baylor. It was a close game, but number 10 Texas pulled out the win 76 to 71. Then there was another good game in the Big 12 where Texas Tech had a slow start but came back in the second half with a vengeance to take the game to overtime. Number 13, Iowa State lost in overtime to Texas Tech. The battle for the state of Kansas also took place this week. They took place on Tuesday. Despite being ranked lower, number 8, Kansas beat number 7, Kansas State, thanks to a killer first half. Number 20, Clemson lost to Boston College, who has a losing record, and then lost to number 23, Miami, on Saturday. Bad week for the Clemson Tigers. Expect them not to be ranked Anymore number 21 Indiana lost to Maryland and now they both have the same overall and Big Ten record Nevada beat number 22 San Diego State by nine a big upset in the SEC number two Tennessee got beat by Florida by double digits which was 13 points in this instance number 17 Providence and number 16 Xavier faced off in the showdown in the Big East. But like their rankings, it was a super close one, and it went into overtime. Ultimately, Xavier, though, got the win. Number 19, FAU lost to UAB, which snaps their 20-game win streak. And then Saturday had a lot of big games, including a Big Ten-ranked matchup, where number one Purdue and number 21 Indiana faced off. The Hoosiers upset number one by five. There was also an SEC showdown where number 2 Tennessee beat number 25 Auburn in a low-scoring game, like very low, 46 to 43. Number 12 Gonzaga was playing number 18 St. Mary's in another big game, but that was in the West Coast Conference that also went into overtime with St. Mary's getting the last laugh and the W. Number 6 UVA lost to Vitek, who is 4 and 8. In the ACC yikes number seven Kansas State had a bad week with two losses earlier in the week to Kansas like I mentioned and then on Saturday to number 10 Texas in a close one so don't expect them to fall too far but the Wildcats are not too could be too mad also after they lost because also number eight Kansas lost to number 13 Iowa State by 15 points and then number 15, TCU, lost to Oklahoma State. There was just carnage in the Big 12. Also, this past week, um, it was actually hilarious. Duke played UNC, but both teams were unranked. So it never got covered on the podcast or even on the blog. <laughs> so, But Duke did beat UNC 63-57. to 57. Moving along to NFL news at number 12, Tom Brady has finally retired again and for good. He says this time the 45 year old Tom Brady did so after 23 years in the league with seven Super Bowl rings, five times Super Bowl MVP, three times and NFL MVP, six times all pro and 15 time pro bowler. He reportedly has a 10-year contract for $375 million in a broadcasting deal with Fox Sports after his off on-field career is over, and he has said that he will start that in 2024. Brady did this exact thing on February 1st last year before returning to the game just 40 days later. However, he, uh, to his credit, got on Instagram and said, you only get one big sob story, like life highlight on um, your retirement. So he kept it short and sweet and just thanked everybody and said he has retired for good. His words. Other news in the NFL is the NFC won the Pro Bowl over the AFC 35 to 33. Remember, this year looked a little bit different. It was a flag football game in an effort to make the guys want to play and yet not get hurt in what is basically an exhibition game. If your dad is a big golf guy, he was not super happy on Sunday as the PGA Tour event was the AT&T Pebble Beach pro-am and that did not finish on Sunday. It was rounds were delayed due to high wins. So the tournament actually finished up this morning and Justin Rose, who has not won a tournament in four years, won the tournament by three shots over Brendan Todd and Brandon Wu. This is Rose's 11 time PGA tour title, but his 23rd win worldwide Before this tournament, Justin Rose had been ranked the lowest in the official World Golf Rankings he has ever been in 13 years at 76th, and then he was looking to miss this year's Masters if he didn't pull that up, and that would have broken a streak of making every major since St. Andrews in 2010. That will now continue, so congratulations to Justin. Moving along to some not great Olympic news, several former U.S. ski and snowboarding Olympic team members are suing their former coach, Peter Foley, the National Federation, its former CEO and the U.S. OPC for no joke, sexual trafficking, harassment and enabling and covering up repeated acts of sexual misconduct, including assault. One of the skiers is Rosie Fletcher, a three time Olympian and 2006 bronze medalist in the parallel giant slalom. She said that fully. Sexually assaulted her at a team camp and another time at a post race event when she was 19. Two other women have come out with similar stories of assault at USSS and USOPC sanctioned events. The allegations against Foley were brought to light via Instagram in actually February of 2022. He was then banned from having, quote, one on one interactions with female athletes and going into the athletes' village. End quote. However, at the Beijing Olympics, he was seen in a restricted area hugging Lindsay Jacob Ellis after she won her gold. She is a snowboarder. So a separate lawsuit came out Thursday accusing this same guy of sexual assault of a USSS employee at World Cup events. So basically they are saying, the um, accusers are saying that the USOPC, while you tried to ban him, he still made himself... Um, available at the Beijing Olympics, not even like a couple of months later. So obviously more needed to be done. And that was clearly handled very, very badly. Sticking with winter sports. Kaylee Humphries won bronze at the bobsledding worlds after a German one, two, this is her eighth medal in the event at worlds. And that is now an American record. The UK Athletics, which is the governing body for track and field for the United Kingdom, has announced that they would like to introduce a open category for transgender women and not allow them to compete in the women's category. The governing body has said that their hands are tied unless the government changes the law, but they support the change and think that that is the right way to move forward for women's sports. And then also the IOC is contemplating what to do with Russia and Belarus before the Paris Olympics. It looks like they will still be banned, but athletes will be able to compete under a neutral flag as has, as has been done for the last several games. However, Ukraine, Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia are all considering boycotting the Olympics, especially if Russia and Belarus are allowed to compete. So talks will continue over the next week. That wraps up what happened over the last week. Now let's go over what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. And starting with NCAA baseball and softball, softball season begins this week. However, none are on TV or re- at least regular scheduled um, TV channels until Sunday the 12th that will be the St. Pete Clearwater Elite Invitational that will play at 11 p.m. on ESPNU but just know that that will be upcoming in weeks to come as it, the season actually starts I believe on the 9th so that'll be really exciting. In NBA basketball, we start games on Tuesday with the Suns at the Nets at 630 on TNT. That is the fourth place in the East versus the fifth place in the West, followed by the Thunder at the Lakers at 9 p.m. on TNT. This game is on record watch. Now, LeBron has, is has only an average of 30 points per game so far this season. He needs 36 to reach that record, but... 36 points is not out of the realm of possibility by any stretch for him. So again, that game is record watch 9 p.m. on TNT. Wednesday, catch the 76ers at the Celtics at 6.30 on ESPN. That is first versus third place in the East. So a big time game on Wednesday, followed by the Mavericks at the Clippers at 9 p.m. also on ESPN. And that is sixth versus fourth in the West. On Thursday the Bulls take on the Nets at 6:30 p.m. on TNT followed by the Bucks at the Lakers at 9. Again that is also on record watch so if we don't break it on Tuesday against the Thunder 99% chance they're going to break it against the Bucks. Now that could be he could go out injured or something crazy so be on the lookout Tuesday and Thursday for those Lakers games at 9 both games on TNT. Friday, the Hornets play at the Celtics at 6.30 on ESPN, followed by the Cavaliers at the Pelicans. And then on Saturday, the Lakers take on the Warriors at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. We should... Already have that record smashed by then. But just in case, that is another game for the Lakers. And then on Sunday, the Grizzlies at the Celtics at 1 p.m. on ABC. This is a huge game. The Grizzlies are sitting at second in the West versus the Celtics, who are sitting first overall in the East. So that is a nice conference showdown. In NCAA basketball, we have a lot of ranked-versus-ranked games Early in the week, starting tonight, number five, Texas at number nine, Kansas at 8 p.m. on ESPN. Then on Tuesday, we have four games that are all ranked first ranked matchups. So starting with number 10, Marquette at number 21, UConn at 5.30 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Then in the Big Ten, number twenty-four Rutgers at number eighteen Indiana. They play at five thirty, also, but on the Big Ten network. Then you move to the ACC, number twenty-two NC State at number eight UVA at eight o'clock on ACC network. And then over to the Big Twelve for number seventeen TCU at number twelve Kansas State in the battle of the purple teams in the Big Twelve. They will play at eight p.m on ESPN U. then we do have ranked games but not another ranked first ranked matchup until Saturday number 21 UConn has a tough week they play at number 23 Creighton for their second ranked game of the week at 1 p.m. on Fox and then again TCU has another ranked first ranked matchup this time against their hated rival number 14 Baylor they play at home at 3 p.m. on ESPN two. Also, as I touched on at the beginning of the episode, it is a what should be a national holiday for the United States on Monday because this week is Super Bowl Sunday. Again, it is Super Bowl 57 that will be played in Arizona versus the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. At this time, the Philadelphia Eagles are favored by a point and a half. And game time is 5.30 p.m. on Sunday. That will be on Fox. So grab your beer. Get ready to watch those killer commercials and Rihanna crush halftime. But remember, work still goes on on Monday. The PGA Tour has the party in the West. After obviously finishing the AT&T, Pebble Beach Pro-Am was their final round did end this morning. That was on Golf Channel. But then goes to the biggest party on the PGA Tour starts with the Waste Management, now called the WM Phoenix Open. That round one will be on t- at 2.30 p.m. on Golf Channel on Thursday, followed round two on Friday. And then round three will be at noon on Golf Channel on Saturday, followed by 2 p.m. on CBS. And then the final round will be Sunday at noon on Golf Channel and then 2 p.m. on CBS. We do have a couple of hockey games this week as uh, the NHL season continues. On Wednesday, the Wild at the Stars at 7.30 on TNT. Thursday, you can catch the Avalanche at the Lightning at 6 p.m. on ESPN. And then on Saturday, two games on ABC, the Lightning at the Stars at noon, and then the Capitals at the Bruins at 2.30. For Olympic sports this week, Friday, we have a number of women's gymnastics meets all right in a row. Minnesota versus Michigan to start the day off at 4.30 p.m. on ESPNU. Then we have two SEC showdowns. The first one, Mizzou versus Florida at 6 p.m. on SEC Network, followed by LSU versus Auburn at 7.30 p.m. on SEC. Last week, Suni Lee did score a perfect score for Auburn and managed to get them the W last week. So be ready for that as LSU is always highly ranked versus the Auburn Tigers. And that will be a great showdown on the mat. On Saturday, catch skiing and snowboarding the FIS World Cup highlights. That will be at 1.30 p.m. on NBC. So we could see Michaela Schifrin, although there is no slalom event uh, over the last over this past week, you will have a downhill and a um, super G, though, in this week. Then also Saturday is the track and field, the Millrose Games, which take place in New York. That will be at 3 p.m. on NBC as well. On Sunday, catch freestyle skiing and snow and snowboarding at Deer Valley. That will be at 1 p.m. on NBC, followed by, again, FIS World Highlights at 2 on NBC. And I don't usually highlight soccer, but uh, because Ryan Reynolds is one of the uh, owners of Wrexham, that game is actually being televised versus Sheffield United on Tuesday at 1.45 p.m. on ESPN2. And then there's only Premier League games on Saturday and Sunday. So check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, for those times and those games. That wraps it up for me this week. Tons going on in the NBA and so exciting to watch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record potentially go down this week. So be sure you stay tuned. Check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, for more games and times. And I will catch you all next week after Super Bowl Sunday.